Hey, y'all, who is ready for a new segment here on Flora Funga Podcast? I know I am. So, you know that book that I read, The Drunken Botanist? I am trying to take little snippets of notes that I took and add them to the beginning of our chats on our bonus weeks and just kind of having a little knowledge nugget of a plant fact. So... This week, we are talking about apricots, but mainly the pit of the apricot. And if y'all didn't know, you can actually use the pit or the stone of the stone fruit in place of almond flavors. So that's what people use for botanicals with apricots. So you can use the apricot stone or pit flavor in place of almond, which is crazy Also, just a warning, this will be a bonus episode, so that goes for you, Shaggy. If you're looking for a guest this week, uh, there will be none. Um, But also, if you do not want to listen to updates, fast forward or skip to around the 10-minute mark where Paul Stamets starts talking about nipples, so you can't miss that. Hello and welcome to a unique version of Flora Funga Podcast with your host, KK. Today we are just having a little bit of updates and I will be running through some comments and other subscribers to my YouTube and also Patreon. So uh, I have a comment from James um, from the Patreon and he is actually asking, how are the Carolina Reapers coming along? So thank you for reminding me. I want to make an update video because they are slow growers, but they have definitely grown and we have repotted since. So thank you for that. And also, Crippled Cannabis Cowboy mentioned in Patreon on the Zephyr Gills mushroom making, and he was saying, this is awesome to see. I chill to the same music. Love it. I listen often on Pandora. Dramatic radio, so awesome. So thank you for relating with that. Yeah, it's really fun just hanging out with Eric and growing some mushrooms and plating and all that stuff. So hopefully today we can actually go and peach pick today. So I'm not sure if he will show up, but we're going to go with our new friend Rainy, which I'm really excited about this uh new girl that just moved into the neighborhood and we have been hanging out with her and we've been doing some fun stuff so hopefully we can do some kayaking and other fun activities being outdoors so I think peach picking uh, is going to happen in about an hour and if people know I was born in Georgia so I am a Georgia peach myself I have a peach tattoo and I've never gone peach picking so I'm super excited about this. But if you would like to support the podcast and me myself, I have multiple different membership tiers. The first one is only a dollar, and it's called Little Sprout, so you'd get a free sticker with signing up and also get a shout-out for donating, so thank you. Um, My highlighted tier is the Fruiting Body, so that is $3 a month, and you're looking to get behind-the-scenes action on the podcast and in-person interviews, and I will also be sending you a sticker and also giving you a shout-out because I love you guys. And Flowering is my $5 a month, and that is getting a personalized letter from me, a free sticker, and also shout-outs. You get all the ones from 
before, if that makes sense. My uh, next one is Mush Love. You get a free magnet with that one. That is $10 a month, and you are supporting the podcast. You're helping me move around and to do more in-person interviews, helping with me with gas and also other um, technology bits to get there. So thank you for that. You also get a free sticker and also a shout-out. My last one is Fungal Frontiers and Plant Pioneers. That is $20 a month, and that is if you're feeling loving. If you just want to support me, you'll also get all of those things above. And you're helping me with my travel internationally. So I am trying to blast off nerdy jobs, and I would love to interview people in person and just kind of travel around and do all that so that will get you you'll get the free shirt yeah yeah you'll get a free t-shirt and a free sticker and a shout out and you're just supporting and loving the podcast so thank you thank you thank you for supporting the podcast in any way if you want to support it in a different way and not spend any money please just share my podcast like them uh, send it to a friend or family member that might like them and then leave a review I also am doing my feedback survey still so that is a link down below and when we fill all of those out, I get I want to just get at least like 75. I think I have four right now. So if you guys want a bonus episode, thank God I have a job. It's been a few months since getting paid. It does kind of suck that we need money to survive nowadays, but what are you going to do? This has been nice to at least have something that I'm really excited about and the village has grown is an amazing amazing career path right now for me so I'm I'm really excited and soon I get to kind of make my own schedule so um, the people that I've been (laughs) figuring out how to do discovery calls with how to do um, interviews thank you for being patient with me I've been having a weird schedule lately so I am trying to work out the kinks and figure out maybe a specific day of the week that works better for people, but I feel like every day I have meetings being the event program assistant, but I am hoping to make my own schedule soon so I can do all of these things. Something that else I wanted to say is thank you to Jeff my friend who actually went through and created a whole Excel spreadsheet of contacts that I could contact of his friends that have various plant and fungi careers. So I actually reached out to all of them and uh, most of them were very excited about coming on. So soon I will be doing some more in-person interviews of a local Florida guy and actually selling some fruit trees and Um, people that are also knowledgeable about mushrooms and so I'm super excited for that another guest that I'm about to have on is Adam Cobb so he is the educational um, doctor and spokesperson for soil food web school and that's super exciting that he actually reached out to me um, to come on the podcast so super excited about having him I am still trying to reschedule my interview with uh, Carlos, the guy that created Cotton Candy Grapes, so that's super exciting. I also have a list of 
some people that subscribe to the podcast. So let's see. When was the last time? I have <clears throat> uh, Dell 0015 subscribed. Yeah, I actually just checked my YouTube account, and I have 124 subscribers, so that's fucking awesome. So thank you to all the support out there with that. Um, uh, Also, when I was working at Zephyr Gills at the farmer's market, this lady came up to me and actually was very interested in me and Kevin presenting this mushroom presentation and doing a cooking demo for their vegan club. So we're actually trying to do that just like you know on our own so that's just really cool that people are excited about us educating them on mushrooms and the benefits and how to cook with them and people are actually going out of their way and really starting to learn how beneficial mushrooms are for people and coming soon I will be interviewing Alan Rockefeller so that's so exciting to be on my agenda. I'm actually just put in all of my PTO at work for all of the mushroom festivals that I'm trying to go to. So I hopefully will see him and uh, Desert Alchemist at uh, Southwest Fungafest. Uh, something else that I've been doing recently is actually uploading a transcript to all of my episodes. So that should be just in the platform that you listen to my podcast on hopefully that will be shown for all of my youtube released ones so that's something i just wanted to put out there that i actually have that i'm actually offering another thing i wanted to mention is that i do weekly facebook lives so that will be happening uh tonight i know nobody will be hearing this until Wednesday, but we are covering how to ID things by smell and possibly taste, which could be interesting. Um, But yeah, every Sunday night on Facebook, I will be going live at 7.30 to 8, so it's just 30 minutes and I am in Eastern Time. And so we just kind of talk about different categories, different things related to plants or fungi or not even related we can talk about what your favorite halloween costume is we could talk about what your favorite book is and i think that would be really fun to have like a little book club um within that as well so let me know if you have some random topic that you would love to discuss and also i wanted to mention again that i am doing the wtf is this Uh, where people can submit audio or video and be played on the podcast. So let me know if people have some weird encounter or experience with a plant or fungus and record yourself and just slide it in my DMs. Email it to me, whatever you want. Make it like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Um, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what plant or fungi or other organism experience you've had or submit some weird ass video or picture that you have no idea what plant or fungus it is and we could ID it together. So I want to play a clip that I have from the Expanded Consciousness Conference with Paul Stamets and I just wanted to 
um, share my knowledge on that because I, I think it was a really fun and interesting chat. And so let me play that audio for you. It's very cute. <laughs> Got a nice little uh, nipple on the cap, too. It's exactly. Uh, from a taxonomic point of view, the nipple is in- interesting because it bends back and forth rather than being perfectly centered. Mm-hmm. So for us, mushroom taxonomists, it's just not a papillate umbinate cap that's the taxonomic phrase but it's one that is pointed uh not directly vertically uh so that's a curiosity um why this nipple would be sort of like waving in the wind so to speak it doesn't wave in the wind but it has that sort of effect so some species morphologically don't look that different from each other but the dna sequences show distinct differences this one actually morphologically is quite distinct as well as the dna going it's a very unique species so that was him describing the mushroom that has been named after him and i just found that really interesting i had no idea that the nipple on the mushroom was like such a big thing that actually changes throughout other mushrooms wild right So I want to play one more clip. This was from the Farming with Fungi webinar, and I asked a question, how does a specific fungi know what tree to pair up with? And so they shouted me out and everything. And so this is actually the response that I got. Hormones or other things, it depends on the plant, it depends on the fungi, but it's very complicated. We're talking about things that don't last long in the soil, and it, but it's a chemical signal, a biochemical signal. And the fungi go, oh, it's time to hatch. And I'll move towards where that signal is coming from. And I'll, and I'll, I'll get this, the, the nutrients I need. Because especially with arbuscular mycorrhizae, they, they can only get their food from a plant. They have to, they have to form this symbiotic link. Um, they, there's some fungi like ectomycorrhizae that can do what we call um, saprophytic lifestyle. They can feed off some organic matter. There's lots of saprophytic organisms, fungi in the world. But in many cases, especially if there's this tight connection through time, um, through evolutionary time, then it's a lock and a key that's developed there. But we also, it's interesting to note that some other organisms have figured out how to hack that biology and there is a devastating weed all across africa they call it the witch weed striga ermonthica and it's got teeny tiny little seeds in the soil and when the plants especially corn or sorghum start signaling to fungi that they need them those little tiny weed seeds wake up and they stick their um stinking roots into the roots of the vein plant and they suck the life out of it so that it never, um, you know, produces a lot of food. And, and so that's, that's the same system. It's the same mechanism. It's just uh, reading the radio chatter and discerning the cipher and jumping in there to do something nasty in that case. So yeah, that's really how it works. It's pretty neat. Yeah, need to go looking for um, some organism that will uh, adore the fact that that problem plant um, is present 
And so, you know, confrontation in the soil uh, of this fungus with that fungus, we've got a, we would need to find something like that, or it could be a bacterium. Um, and you only seem to find these things if you're working very carefully with your compost. Carly, anything else you want to add? Oh, it's uh, just being a tiny bit nerd. Of course, I need to still learn a lot with Adam. But uh, if you have a main question, if you are not sure if your plant has one specific mycorrhizal species or everything, there is always one amazing source to go, which we recommend Google Scholar. Just type the name of the plant and mycorrhizal association, and probably going to find out a lot of tons of information. And uh, also, you can always reach up, up the school for more support if you need it. Yeah, this is interesting because it does broach a question that I get a lot uh, working with my clients, which uh, is what species of fungi or bacteria or, you know, name your organism do I need to have for my particular cash crop? And is it present or not? True. And, and that's a difficult question to mm -hmm. answer sometimes. Well, and, you need about a thousand different species. Right, exactly. so you, just, you know, a bunch of them. <laughs> right. And, and there's what you said that the, more that reductionist, well, I only deal with these four fertilizers. So there's got to be four fungi that are going to be what's the ones I need to have in my soil. And, and this is where, you know, practically we look at saying, well, we want to create compost that is the most diverse that it possibly can be. Not knowing that I have, you know, species X, Y, or Z that is going to be really related to that particular plant. I'm trying to make a compost that's going to really have enough diversity to try to fulfill whatever niches that that plant needs. Now, you know, there is the, you know, evolution of DNA analysis that's coming out, and I'm sure we can probably become more specific with this, but, you know, creating a compost that has specific types of fungi in them, uh, yeah, that can be really challenging, especially a lot of these fungi aren't don't do well lab grown. It's not like I'm going to make True. beetroot dishes of these fungi and <laughs> add them into my you know compost. So um, I think that's the key thing for us right now, practically, is diversity, diversity, diversity. Make sure we've got as many of those bases as we possibly have covered. And again, trying to find those indigenous microorganisms that are going to fit for your bioregion. Really, really important. Because yeah, and on the long run, it becomes like a cycle, right? You're going to treat your area with good compost, good extracts and good teas, and all that material that you are not selling as your main resource, you can just put that on a new pile of compost. So you're tailoring all the biology for your specific area and your plant, because the plant association, the root system and the biology will develop this partnerships, symbiosis, many names that you can put here, <laughs> right. and then the system retroactive feed itself. So yep. Yep. sorry, Elena, I interrupt you. Well, there, there is one more thing that we need to consider, and that's uh, the, the weather. It's not always going to be the same all the way through the growing season. I like the summer or fall exactly like this one. And their answer is never. It's never been the same. 
But when we've got these, um, which species of bacteria, fungi, protozoa, nematodes, microarthropods, earthworms, and all of that, which ones should be in your soil? Uh, we just want to maximize diversity because you're much more likely then to have the um, thousand different species of bacteria, fungi, et cetera, et cetera we're much more likely to have things that will combat all the problems that will improve the storage of water that will you know make certain that your plant gets all the nutrients that it needs um, through whatever mechanism where you want to be um, and probably we want all of the mechanisms operating so your plant is never limited for any nutrients okay I think we did just that question. <laughs> so how these conferences work is that there's four-ish people. And the first person that I actually talked was Adam Cobb, so I'm excited to have him on because um, he seems very knowledgeable about uh, mycorrhizae. And, but, yeah, so how that kind of works is people can submit questions and then they actually go through and answer it individually of what they think. So that just actually sparked a really fun conversation. And so thank you to all the advice that was given through that. And, yeah, I just wanted to play that because I thought it was a fun sharing moment and something that I actually asked. So. So yeah, I hope that everybody enjoyed this short little clip of the podcast and I'm about to go peach picking, so peaches. <laughs> Have a great week, my scientists, and go learn something new today. Tired of feeling drained and lethargic? Wish you could boost your energy levels naturally and stay focused throughout the day with no crash? I've been struggling with this problem too. Thank you to Sovereignty's Purpose for the ultimate energy of the day. Imagine a world where you wake up feeling refreshed, alert, and ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. With Sovereignty, you live your life with purpose. Whether you're tackling a project, powering through a workout, or simply need a pick-me-up during the day, Purpose is carefully crafted with a powerful combination of amazing ingredients like green coffee bean extract, cordyceps, ashwagandha, bacopa, beet juice, hemp blend, green tea extract, cherry, blueberry, broccoli, kale, and turmeric extract. All of this is only 25 calories and 115 milligrams of caffeine with no jitters and no crashes. Harness this aptogenic blend of benefits in your next smoothie, drink, cocktail, or dessert. Whether you're an entrepreneur, farmer, business professional, or student, Purpose has got your back. No more sluggish afternoons and hello productivity that lasts. Grab your blend with 10% off using the code KK10 on Sovereignty.co. That's S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-T-Y dot C-O and use KK20 for 20% off at checkout.